6 Tishrei, Vav Tishrei, Tzadik, His Life, 8, 111. The Rebbe spoke a lot about the ideas he had as a young man when he was occupied with his devotions. He told himself that he had no wish to be famous whatsoever, and he did not want to receive money from anyone. He had all kinds of ideas about how he would conceal what he was from people and what he would live from. At times, he even thought he would go begging without anyone knowing who he was. 9. one twelve. After this, he entered Medvedevka, and there, several men from the surrounding villages got together and instituted a fund in order to give him one rendal a week. The Rebbe lived in Medvedevka relatively quietly and peacefully, and began, he began to attract a following. The numbers grew day by day, and people from the neighboring localities started coming to him. Before long, people were traveling distances of as much as 200 kilometers to visit him, because people from Dashev began to follow him during the time he lived there. Whoever drew close to him was filled with the fear of heaven. The Rebbe was able to turn many away from transgression and draw them to God with strong devotion. The Rebbe also encountered a certain amount of opposition in Medvedevka, but all his enemies fell before him. There were a few incidents with the rabbis there, but I am not clear about the details. 10. 113. After this, the Rebbe traveled from Medvedevka to the Holy Land. On his return, he arranged the engagement of his daughter Adol to Rabyaska, the son of the well-known scholar, the saintly Reb Avram Dov, Rav of Chemelnik. When the Rebbe came back from Israel, he spent a little more than a year living in Medvedevka. Immediately after arriving from Israel, he traveled to Liadi to visit the Hasidic leader and Torah luminary, Rabbi Shneir Zalman, and he had lengthy discussions with him about the settlement in Israel. When the Rebbe had been there, they had given him a very warm reception and encouraged him to stay with him. On the subject of his journeys to and from Israel and his stay there, there are many stories to be told. The Rebbe was with the sainted Rav of Neshchiz five days before the latter passed away. The Rebbe went to him in a great hurry because he was anxious to find him still alive. He arrived immediately prior to his death. Rebbe Nachman's Wisdom, His Praises, 11. When the Rebbe was speaking before God, petitions and supplications would pour forth from his heart and he would often bring up some particularly good argument or compose an especially fitting and well-ordered prayer. He would take the prayers he particularly liked and preserve them in writing. These he would repeat many times. These conversations with God were the Rebbe's most common practice. All his prayers had a single focus, that he should be worthy of drawing himself close to God. He presented God with many powerful arguments about this. 12. Still, it always seemed to the Rebbe that all his prayers were being disregarded. He was sure that he was not wanted at all and was being pushed further and further away from any true devotion. For he saw the days and years passing, and still he felt far from God. After all his prayers, he felt he had not been worthy of drawing close to God at all. It was as if his words were never heard and he had been totally ignored all this time. It seemed as though everything was being done to push him away from God. But the Rebbe's resolve remained firm, and he did not abandon his ground. It was not easy, for there were many things to discourage him. 
He played, prayed, and pleaded before God, begging to be worthy of true devotion, and still he saw no results. He felt as if he were being totally ignored. There were times when he became discouraged and let his conversations with God lapse for several days. But then he would remind himself that he should be ashamed for criticizing God's ways. He said to himself, God is truly merciful and compassionate. He certainly wants to draw me near to him. Then he was able to strengthen his resolve again. He would begin anew, pleading and speaking before God. This happened many times. The Aleph Bet Book Truth A. 48. When someone who was a liar in a previous lifetime is reincarnated, he comes back left-handed. 49. When a person is careful and always speaks truthfully, it is like he created heaven and earth, the seas, and all they contain. 50. Falsehood applies only to the spoken word, not the written one. 51. The Torah, the prophets, and the sages made use of hyperbole in their teachings. B. 1. People don't listen to one who speaks falsely. Lying also causes a person to be widowed from a number of wives, God forbid. 2. Truth reveals God's oneness in the world. 3. When you see a liar, you should know that his spiritual leader is also false. Kitzer Lukutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 3. I myself saw this frog. Bababatra 73b. 1. Through holy song, a person raises up and elevates the kingdom of holiness and merits a position of authority. The opposite is also true. The cantors and singers of the other side, i.e. the forces of impurity, blemish the kingdom of holiness and prolong the exile. Because of them, people stumble and become ensnared like birds caught in a trap. Therefore, a person must be extremely careful not to listen to a song of a singer of the other side, whose intention in singing is not for the sake of heaven at all, but rather for money, honor, or self-aggrandizement. Hearing the singing of such a person is detrimental to one's service of God. Conversely, hearing the singing of a righteous, worthy person is good for one's service of God. 2. The remedy that enables a person not to be harmed by the voice of song of the other side is to study the Talmud at night. 3. By means of holy song, it is possible to attain something in the aspect of prophecy, for the essential means of cleaving to God is through song, as will be elaborated below. 4. By studying Talmud at night, a person has a protective thread of loving-kindness drawn over him, and he is rescued from thoughts of ulterior motives in his Torah study. He thereby rectifies the voice of song, so that hearing the singing of the other side, which is so very detrimental to one's service of God, will not harm him. He also merits to elevate the song of holiness, so that he can attach himself to God by means of songs and melodies. Then he lifts up and elevates the kingdom of holiness, he merits a position of authority, and he can rule over whatever he chooses. He can also attain something in the aspect of prophecy. 5. When a person rectifies the voice of song and attains rulership and dominion, he is thereby able to rule over whatever he chooses. He can put one person to death and give life to another. He must be careful, however, 
to judge every person favorably in order not to destroy the world, for God desires kindness and wants the world to exist. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Lost Princess The Viceroy left his servant behind and went alone to find her. He traveled for many years. He concluded that he certainly would not find the Golden Mountain and a Pearl Castle in any civilized area, since he was an expert in geography. Therefore, he said, I will go into the deserts. He searched for her for many years in the deserts. Finally, he met a huge man. He was such a huge giant that he could not be considered human. He was carrying an immense tree. In civilized areas, such a large tree would never be found. Who are you? asked the stranger. I am a human being, he replied. I have been in the desert for many years now, said the giant in amazement. I never saw a human being here before. The viceroy told him the entire story and said that he was looking for a golden mountain and a pearl castle. Restore my soul. Lukute Moharan, 8. Another way to fight the Klipot is to bring yourself to joy and delight because of the vital spark that burns within you, the good point. Think of the true preciousness of being of the seed of Israel, of having drawn close to men of truth who can lead you and guide you along the path of truth. This gives you the hope of gaining enduring good. Through this joy, you can break the klipot and obstacles that lurk at every level. Lakute Moharan 1, 9. Your friend is also helped when you fortify yourself and break through the obstacles so as to keep moving up to the next level. A moment ago, your friend was standing on the very level that you have now entered. So now your friend also has to move on and rise to an even higher level. It is impossible for two people to stand on one level. A person can actually lift his friend up and bring him up higher. Lakuti Moharan 1, 25. 10. When a person finds that sexual fantasies keep entering his mind, this may be a sign of true repentance. When a person breaks his desires and refuses to pay any attention to them, this is the way he writes the wrongs he did in former times when he abused the Holy Covenant. True repentance has to balance the wrongs of the past. Therefore, a person should not become demoralized if he sees that his head is filled with desires and every kind of corrupt thought. In fact, he is engaged in the process of righting his own wrongs of the past. For now, instead of succumbing, he stands up against these thoughts and resists them. In this way, he achieves true repentance, and he elevates the sparks of holiness that fell through his earlier abuse of the Holy Covenant. Lukute Moharan 1.27 Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 4 With Thanks to God, Tuesday, Vayeshev, 5583, Breslov Greetings to my honored and dear friend, beloved of my heart and soul, the scholarly, eminent, and distinguished Reb Neftali, may his light shine, and to all our comrades, peace and salvation. Know, my friends, that thank God I returned home safely last Thursday, Torah reading Vayishlach, November 1822. Thus far has God's great mercy helped me. I do not have time right now to describe all that I went through, but there will be time, God willing. But I am very distressed to hear about the pain in your eyes. I am even more amazed that you have agreed to visit those worthless doctors and to submit to medical treatments in Heisen when they have already caused you so much distress and made your eyes even worse than they were before. 
Don't you remember the Rebbe's holy words instructing us in the strongest terms to avoid medical cures? Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 50. See also Crossing the Narrow Bridge, pages 229 to 235. You have probably told yourself that when he said this, he wasn't talking about eye ailments. The fact is, though, my dear brother, that you're wrong. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter number 233. A person needs to apply this teaching zealously. He must pay close attention to what we say every day. In his good, he renews the creation every day. And especially to what is written, he alone creates new things, the master of wars. God will certainly complete everything as is fitting, and will bestow his eternal good upon us abundantly. But it is necessary to wait for salvation every day. You probably also heard a little of what I said about the verse, He saw the place from afar, Genesis 22.4. About how a person must see the salvation that he needs literally as a person sees something in front of his eyes, only that it is at a distance. This is the meaning of the verse in its context, as Abraham was taking his son Isaac to the Akedah to sacrifice him. The Samach Mem, Satan, wanted to confuse him completely and tried to break his resolve through many temptations and enticements. Finally, he, the Satan, said, I heard from behind the curtain the sheep as an offering and not Isaac as an offering. But Abraham answered, The punishment of a liar is that he will not be believed even when he is telling the truth, as our sages said in the Talmud and the Midrash, Sanhedrin 89b, Tanchuma Vayera 22. See and understand, look closely and pay careful attention to all that is said there about this test, because the Torah applies to every person in every time. Each person in his own way must understand what this teaching contains for him, and learn a lesson about how assiduously the evil one arrays himself against every person with his devices, even against the smallest of the small, in his attempt to push him away, God forbid. We must fortify ourselves against him with the powerful hope and support that we have, inasmuch as we rely on the power of the Elder of Holiness. For because of our terrible weakness, we have no strength except through this. We have to be adamant in our faith, as if we literally see the object of our expectations with our own eyes, even though it is extremely far off, as in, he saw the place from afar. The place that Abraham saw was the site of the Holy Temple, which the descendants of Isaac were eventually to inherit. But the place was far off because at that moment he was leading Isaac to sacrifice him at the Akedah and to perform God's will without a second thought, even though these two events appeared to contradict each other. On the one hand, he sees the site of the Holy Temple, which Isaac's descendants will inherit amid such grandeur, and on the other hand, he is leading Isaac to the slaughter. He did not question God's ways, God forbid. Shemot HaTzadikim, Nevi'im, Achia HaShiloni Ubeit Dino, his court. Vehem, they are, Ido HaChoze, Ushemaya HaNavi, Achimatz Kohen Gadol, Azariah, Shmuel HaNavi, Eliyahu HaNavi. Mibeit Dino Hayu, of his court, Azariah ben Oded, Hananiah Haroe, Yehu beno his son, Ovadia, Yechiel ben Zechariah, Mibne Yosef.
Michayu ben Yimla, Yehoram Kohen Gadol, Yehoyada, Elisha ben Shaphat, Beit Dinohoyu of his court, Yona ben Amitai, Zechariah ben Yehoyada, Nevi'im, prophets, Yehoshua Kohen Gadol, Yehoyada HaKohen, Hoshea ben Be'eri, Amos, Yoel Kohen Gadol, Uriah, Yeshaya ben Amotz, Micha, Shalom Kohen Gadol, Yoel ben Petuel, Mibedino Hayu from his court, Nachum Chavakuk, prophets, Sirayah Kohen Gadol, Nachum Ha'el Koshi, Tzifanya ben Kushi, Yirmiya ben Chilkiyahu, Mibedinam Hayu of their court, Tzifanya, Uriah, Nevi'im, prophets, Chelkiah Kohen Gadol, Azariah, Chulda Hanavia, Yechezkel ben Buzi, Baruch ben Neria, Yehotzadak Avi Ezra Kohen Gadol, Chagai, Zechariah, Malachi, Zerubavel, Mordechai Bilshan, Ezra HaKohen HaSofer, Yehoshua ben Yehotzadak, Saraya, Re'elaya, Mispar, Bigvai, Nechum, Ba'ana, Nechemya ben Chachalia, all of these were from the members of the Great Assembly. Esther, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, Natan Hanavi, God HaChoze, Ovadia Hanavi, Yachaziel mi Bnei Matanya, Eliezer ben Dodavahu mi Moresha, Neria, Saraya, Machseah, Chanamel, Shalom, Avner ben Ner, Palti ben Laish, Yehonatan ben Eviatar. Reb Prayers 1, Prayer number 4 Lovingly grant that I should be able to come before the true tzaddik and sage of the generation and make a full confession of all my sins and transgressions from my earliest days until today, in order that he should bring atonement for me through his wisdom and humility and teach me the right path to follow and how I should conduct myself. With his help, let me become merged with the infinite and let me attain true surrender and self-transcendence until I become completely free of materialistic thoughts and desires, so as to return and rise to the place from which my soul was hewn out. Bittel, Surrender and Attachment to God Open up your great light to me, the light that has no end, and let me be merged in it to the fullest extent possible in this life, especially during my prayers. Help me be truly attached and surrendered to you, to the point that all independent ego will be erased and I will be completely separated from materialistic thoughts and desires. When Hashem wants to help, no obstacle can stand in His way. I may be coarsely materialistic as a result of my deep exile amid the lusts of the body and its evil traits. I am bound to my body like a chained, tormented prisoner. In spite of this, you are mighty and abundantly able to save. For you nothing is impossible. I confidently wait hope and expect that you will show me your abundant love and grant me everything I have asked of you so that I will be able to nullify all my bodily lusts and evil traits completely. Let me come to transcend all material thoughts and desires until I become genuinely merged in you all my days to the fullest extent possible in this life until the day when you will finally take back my soul and then you will lovingly bring me to be merged in you forever. No sin or transgression will hold me back, because in your abundant kindness and awesome mercy you will forgive me for everything. Everything is for the good.
Help me set aside all my own wishes in favor of your will. Let me have no other desire in the world except that my will should always be your will. Bring me to know that Hashem is God and that divine mercy and justice both come from one source. Let me understand that no matter what may happen to me, everything is for my good. Let me bless you for everything as good and beneficent. In the way people will bless you in the future, as it is written, I will praise Elohim, that is, when God deals with me through his attribute of justice, I will praise Hashem when he deals with me through his attribute of mercy. Let us raise up and restore the fallen kingship to its place, and let your kingship be revealed to all the world. Let the power of evil be shattered, and let the dominion of the idolaters over us and all your people Israel be broken and destroyed, and you, Hashem, will alone rule over all your works. Hashem, Master of the Universe, you know that I could attain all these levels with the help of true tzaddikim. Therefore, I appeal to you to reveal the true tzaddikim of this generation. Show me who they are and help me come close to them, so that with their help I can achieve everything I have asked of you. If my many sins have created a barrier between myself and the true tzaddikim, causing them to be hidden from me and making it impossible for me to discover who they are, may it be your will, Hashem our God and God of our fathers, that you yourself, in your abundant love, should help me attain everything that I have asked of you. Let my confession before you be accepted and accounted as if I had confessed before the true sage and tzaddik of the generation. Help me nullify all my bad traits and desires, and attain all the positive qualities and spiritual levels that I could have reached with the help of the true tzaddikim. Grant me everything I have requested of you, and also the requests I have not mentioned. Help me in all the different areas where I need help, Hashem, because you are my Father, and I have no one to rely on except for you, my Father in Heaven. You know how strongly I yearn to draw close to the true tzaddik, but because of all my sins I do not know who he is or where. If only I knew and could find him, I would skip over the mountains and jump over the hills to come to him. I would tell him the number of my steps, I would tell him every detail of my life. Loving God, See my misery and pain. See my misery and bitterness. I look at myself and I'm like a lone bird on a roof because I have no one to turn to for help. To you alone I lift my eyes. Please take pity on me. Forgive me and grant atonement for all my many sins and transgressions. Hashem is the God of love and forgiveness, even though we have rebelled against Him. For the sake of your name, Hashem, forgive my sin, even though it is very great. For with you is forgiveness, that you may be feared. Help me and grant everything I have requested as a free gift and an act of charity and kindness. If I have stumbled in my words, you, Hashem, grant me atonement. Grant that even in this world I should have a taste of the world to come, and surrender myself to you, knowing that all that happens to me is for my own good. For Hashem is good to all. Grant me the privilege of revealing your kingship in the world in order that all the nations on earth should know that Hashem is God and there is none other, and Hashem will be king over all the earth. On that day, Hashem will be one and His name one. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.